0: Command number 5. Love the Brethren By this all men will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. I do not pray for these only, but also for those who are to believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, even as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that Thou hast sent me. John 13, 35, 17, 20-21 Jesus makes two of the most shocking statements of His ministry on the night before His death. They are recounted only by the Gospelist John. Though Matthew was also there that evening, it clearly took not only an eyewitness, but one like John, with particular insight into the Lord's heart, to capture the powerful essence of this pivotal message that Jesus wanted to leave with his disciples on his last night with them. Christians tend to think of the Great Commission at the end of Matthew's Gospel as the Lord's singular evangelistic mandate. But though the challenge to make disciples of all nations was his final recorded charge, it was not his most important a more significant challenge came in the upper room. During their final hours together, Jesus told the twelve the precise basis upon which people would respond to their message and how the world would be able to tell that they were his disciples. And then, in a mighty prayer to his Father which he allowed them to hear, he illuminated yet further how the world would come to know that he came from the Father and was himself the Son of God. He did not base the world's response on their preaching, teaching, or persuasive arguments. Neither was it based on their doctrine or theology. His final apologetic was far simpler. Jesus said the world would know they were his disciples and know that he came from the Father on the basis of their love for and unity with one another. Whenever we hear two Christians arguing over a point of theology or church practice, the words of Jesus' prayer ought to sting our hearts with grief. When either a lack of love or a breakdown of unity exists between true Christians, whether to individuals or to groups or churches or denominations or movements, the world has the right to conclude that Christianity is not true. An excerpt from Francis Schaeffer's The Mark of the Christian How, then, is the dying culture going to consider us? Jesus says, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. In the midst of our present culture, Jesus gives the world the right to judge whether you and I are born-again Christians on the basis of our observable love toward all Christians. Jesus turns to the world and says, I've something to say to you. On the basis of my authority, I give you a right. You may judge whether or not an individual is a Christian on the basis of the love he shows to all Christians. In other words, if people come up to us and cast in our teeth the judgment that we are not Christians because we have not shown love toward other Christians, we must understand that they are only exercising a prerogative which Jesus gave them, and we must not get angry. If people say, you don't love other Christians, we must go home, get down on our knees, and ask God whether or not what they say is true. But there is something even more sober, and to understand it, we must look at John 17:21. Here, Jesus is stating something else which is much more cutting, much more profound. We cannot expect the world to believe that the Father sent the Son, that Jesus' claims are true and that Christianity is true, unless the world sees some reality of the oneness of true Christians. God, bring to my remembrance this day the command of Jesus to love the brethren. Remind me that in doing so I demonstrate to the world that I am your disciple. Remind me that when I fail to love the brethren, By disputation, by criticism, by judgment, by sectarianism, the world has the right to conclude that I am not a Christian at all. Give me opportunities to practice such love by demonstrating visible unity with other Christians who believe differently than I do. Remind me that the world will come to know that Jesus came from the Father, not from my proclamations, but by observing my oneness with other Christians. Give me opportunities to learn that Christians of differing perspectives and outlooks are all required to love the brethren in unity. Thus, Heavenly Father, by my demonstrable love for other Christians, may I be an instrument in my small corner of the world for the ultimate salvation of mankind. Amen. More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com. Visit Amazon to purchase The Commands and other books by Michael Phillips.